Hey, this is Brandon from We're Doom Podcast, doing a little preface for this episode. Sometimes we're a few weeks behind on the news, and uh, we're not up to date. So when you hear us talking about the submarine billionaires, we didn't know what happened to them yet. But we had some pretty good predictions. Enjoy the episode. It. Let's get into it. I'm a, I'm a little more calmed down from last week. Yeah, you've uh, uh, elevated yourself a bit. Yep, I got some sleep. Uh, Were you uh, not sleeping because <laughs> of all this UFO? No, I was it? sleeping, but I was just like I couldn't stop researching shit. It was uh, I was really into it. Well, um, you moved your office upstairs. It's closer to your bedroom. It is. I moved I my office. Good. We're in a different location. If it sounds echoey, I have high ceilings. Yeah, we need some acoustic paneling. Yeah. Well, we'll go back down to the basement later, but we're just here. Now. Yeah, we got, and we might even have another new location soon. A place being built. Oh, we'll see about that. <laughs> That'll be pretty sweet. That is something in the works for sure. Yeah. But uh, how's it going, Tyler? How's your day? How's my day? It's good. Just uh, on the road all day. Farting a lot. Yeah, you took my old job. That's took crazy. Your old job, man. I used to drive kombucha, and now Tyler drives kombucha. It's really hard for me not to do something that you've already done. I know. Well, I'm glad the kombucha is still going out, getting out there to the people, fixing their guts. Oh, great. My girlfriend uses that microphone. <laughs> well, that's my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't tell her what you do to it. She can figure it out herself when she gets too close to it. Oh. Uh, like I said, kombucha. Kombucha. I gotta quit saying cam. They bust my balls when I say kombucha. <laughs> I always call it kombucha. Anyway, I picked it up from. Welcome to We're Doom Podcast. I almost forgot to do an intro. I'm Brandon McIntosh. You sure are. I'm here to tell you all about how the world's gonna end. Yeah. Here with me is Tyler Shasper. Back. Last week was such a packed episode. You didn't Ooh. sit still. You didn't. I didn't stop talking. Yeah. Uh, we probably we probably could have did a part two, but you know we'll, this is kind of part two. We're gonna get into it. Well, yeah, there's more updates, but we I won't make the whole thing UFOs again. Okay, there's uh, other things to talk about, like um, a submarine full of missing billionaires. That's okay. uh, that's fun. <laughs> I've heard t- I've heard tell of this a bit today that there's this. Uh, uh, it's not even. They're not even calling it a submarine, though. They're calling it something else. Ah, uh, like a submergible, submerged vehicle, a submergible a tube, a cylinder with uh, pedals on it's, it. Is is it ran by like some simple like GPS program that you can buy at Walmart or something? Does that, um, that right? It sounds about right. It's like everything I've been hearing. It sounds like a really cheaply thrown together. Well, that's probably why it got lost. And it's uh, it goes and visits the Titanic. Uh, which is off the coast of Newfoundland, between Newfoundland and Halifax. Yeah, out, out in deep, deep water. So you need a, you either need a submergible thing like that, something like James Cameron owns, or you got to take a camera down. But, now people have, like, since the Titanic went down, people have been visiting it for years, right? It's pretty common. More like, yeah, but it costs a lot of money to get down there. It's a lot of work. Like, well, that's why it's a bunch of fucking billionaires. Yeah, it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars a ticket. To go visit a sunken boat in the dark, in yeah. a can, 
in a tin can. Yeah, you're not seeing much. Well, like when they put that movie out, there's that movie. What was that movie called? Titanic. Yeah, that one. <laughs> it's about that boat. No, it was more about uh, that redhead chick's tits. Yeah. Yes. Winglets. Most people our age, that's your first real pair you see, especially in you're probably with your parents too. It's a, it's a few minutes into the second VHS tape. I think. <laughs> yeah. It's like why is that? Why is that tape a little uh, a little worn out <laughs> more than the other one? But like in in the Titanic, they had footage of it. Like they had gone down with cameras. That's because like they, they were scientists and they had the right gear. This is like a tourist trap. It's a poorly thrown together. What these billionaires did? Yeah. Kind of like billionaires going to space, and then they're like, let's go to the ocean. Pretty much. They're like, uh, let's go deep rather, let's go down rather than up kind of thing. Yeah, so they're just lost. Nobody knows where they are. We haven't heard from them. Yeah. They're lost at sea. They're probably dead. They have about 70 hours of oxygen in that thing, and... They've been gone for how many hours? I'd say over 48. Okay. Um... There's desperate searches because they're billionaires, right? People well, see, they have the one, to save the billionaires. The one guy, uh, his stepson, yeah, he was at a Blink One Eighty Two concert and posted a picture of himself, and yep. everybody got up in arms. Like, <laughs> was this before or after his dad? Would after like, they found out that his his stepdad was lost, he still was like, "Well, I'm right. gonna go." Blink-182. Yeah, Tom's so, back. So we once, got in a, a, once in a lifetime. Yeah, Tom DeLong might leave again. Like, I gotta see him while I can. He's only my stepdad. Yeah, I'm not gonna find my stepdad at sea right now. Also, you're probably in the well. You're probably gonna get a lot of money. He's just billionaire stepdad. He probably don't even like him well, that he already much. got a billion, like a bunch of money if he went to the Blink-182 concert. Those tickets were like $700. <laughs> I don't think they are. I, I guess VIP. So you can like be right up for Oh, they got all fucking to... rammed on the Ticketmaster thing. Them and Taylor Swift. Tickets are like 300 bucks. If I didn't know that Tom DeLonge was raising money for UFO programs, I would be upset. But I know he's putting the money to a good cause. So give him all the money you can. Yeah, he needs help. He's not saving your stepdad in the ocean, <laughs> that's for sure. Another fun fact about the submarine, it was controlled with a PlayStation controller. That's what I was talking about, yeah. yeah. Like, it could have been worse. It could have been an N64 controller. Like It's like it actually runs off a... Not a PlayStation controller. There's another name for it. It's a controller, but it's, like, super simple. Like, yeah. The whole system is simple, it seems. The design is... It's not a... like your old fucking submarines where, they're, you know, <laughs> you're in a lead fucking pipe under the ocean. Yeah, just looking through a periscope, yeah, the only no way you can see what's coming in front of you. And even like what James Cameron had in the Abyss. That's right. Remember the Abyss? I do remember the Abyss. I think this is much bigger than those because like, it fits like six to eight people. They have to just sit down in a circle <laughs> in this big tin can and then they go down to the Titanic. But these is... are rich people that have no submarine training. No. Like, isn't there cooler things to see at the bottom of the ocean than the fucking Titanic? Yeah. Like, let's like where are all these like ancient cities that were lost to like well, the, those the floods? are further down. We know where the Titanic is. We know where it went down, how deep it is, how to get to it. Let's go find some big squids. I'd rather go like even just find some sea turtles. If that trip cost fifty dollars, I was still wouldn't go. Like, <laughs> be like, no. I saw the movie. I don't want to go underwater. Underwater scares me. Space or water? What would you rather go to? Oh, they're both terrifying. Space, I think, though. Space? Yeah. Feels safer? You get 
I still don't like any of it, man. I don't want to go anywhere. I feel like space would just be such such life-changing experience because all the astronauts talk about that when they come back and they just... Or when they finally look out on Earth. But I will, I'd want to be out. I want to open a window. <laughs> In the spaceship? Yeah. Just get sucked right out? Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather probably be floating around in space than stuck in a spaceship in space. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that's that's fair. Until my head explodes. I feel like you'd have a better view of things in a spaceship. You got more windows. This tin can has no windows. They have to look through a screen. There's a camera on the front and they're looking at the screen. So you don't even know you're out there. You can just do that in your house in the dark. <laughs> I know. You could watch a live stream on YouTube of the Titanic. You don't have to go down there. <clears throat> or like these... fucking... Just VR that shit. We yeah. have VR for a reason. <laughs> I, anyway, I don't think there's any hope for these billionaires. They're dead. They're all dead. Um, there's suspicion They're dead, that, Brandon. I know. But there's suspicion that this is on purpose because they are high-level people with, you know, I don't know why they're billionaires. Maybe they have a peanut empire. Like, it could be anything. Just as soon as you hear billionaires, though, you're just like, ooh, they're trouble. They're trouble and they died of suspicious ways. I'm like, no, they probably got taken down by a giant squid or something. They just run out of auction, Jin. Yeah. T- tour's probably run by like some 21-year-old straight out of college. Just like, all right, we're going to go to the Titanic today. What are they eating down there? Are they bring I'm snacks? sure they brought snacks. I don't know how long the journey is, but... And it, like the amount of pressure going down that deep, like... like how long until they start eating each other? I don't think they're going to get that far. They're going to run out of oxygen first. And they're just going to suffocate. But my God, that's one hell of a horror film that's going on inside that thing right now. That's that's terrifying. That's like when those kids got stuck in that cave in Thailand. And like, they were there for days. And like, you're pretty much like, yeah, we're, we're going to die here. Like Stuck in a cave is better than stuck in a submarine, though. 100%. 100%. You can get... What a, you can get a bunch of underground mole people that might just show up and say, And like you just become comfortable with your surroundings and where you are. Underwater, yeah. you got nothing, man. We're not supposed to be there. Yeah, we're in a tin can. We're just going to cry till we can't cry we're anymore. We're not supposed to be there. No. Like, why did humans even try to invent submarines? Because humans are like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm going down there. That's the human spirit in one sentence. Don't tell me what to do. Well, you believe that. That's where all the UFOs are really hiding, right? Yeah, ocean. that's what we should be using these ships to go find. Yeah. Go find all these underground alien bases. Or like these holes in the ocean that are so deep and dark, they go to places we've never been. Atlantis, all that. No, I don't think that's Atlantis. No, but, but like, uh, no, like the abyss. Yeah. Like the fucking bottom of the ocean, the deepest holes in the ocean. Like, How far do you go down? Till you hit fucking lava. Yeah. I don't know. Molten lava. It's a smart place to hide if you're aliens, right? They're like, humans, there's no way they can get down here without riding in a tin can, right? Like, it's, they got, and then, like, we can, can see them coming, so too. They can only so long. They yeah. can only do it for so long. There's, um, there's a lot of UFO and ocean activity off of California, Catalina Islands. Sure. And uh, recently they've been doing, like, under underwater radar and, like, Basically figuring out the landscape of the water. And they've found this bizarre dome structure. Like it's like this mushroom shape, but it's huge. Like the Technodome. Yeah, like covers this whole area. Remember the Technodome? I don't remember the Technodome. What's that? It's from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. And it was a big dome under the ocean 
where Shredder and Krang fucking lived. Yep. And I was it under the ocean or just under the Earth's surface? I think it was under the ocean. And uh, it was just a big dome. See, they came from space. At least Crane did. See? Are they trying to tell us something? Yeah, well, that's the thing. All these 80s cartoons predicted everything. <laughs> like what? What I just told you. And Biker Mice from Mars. And Battletoads. Battletoads. Yeah, you mentioned that in the last episodes. That's probably what they are. They're toads. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's just give us a UFO update. So I'm sure if you listened to the last episode, I, I covered a lot. We both covered a lot of information. But uh, since this whistleblower has come out, it still really hasn't been given the proper coverage it should be getting in the mainstream media. But Congress is very interested in what's happening. Um, they've, they've said that everything he's submitted is confirmed to be true and real and authentic. So this guy's not bullshit. And since that's come out, now we have a Canadian MP from Saskatchewan. Uh, he, he's come out with a formal letter claiming that Canada has their own reverse engineering program. That we have been collecting this stuff since the 50s. So, not quite as early as the 1930s in the States, but apparently Canada has their own program. And we work together with the States. Well, that's not the first time we've heard about there being Canadian uh, crash yeah, there's spots and stuff. People are saying just not too long ago they're dipping into Lake Huron. That's right. Yeah, we we're talking about that in February. The big balloon craze that happened. Dipping your toes. And again, balloon, Saphir, like the Technodrone, which I just looked up the Technodrone. It, they hit it underwater sometimes, but it was just a big tank like Saphir. Like, you just Saphir. put it wherever you want. They go wherever they want. But uh, so this Canadian program, they're Canada and the U.S., New Zealand, and I think Australia and the U.K. are part of this group called, like, Five Eyes. Okay. Which is already... They're all Commonwealth. uh, Yeah, so they all work together um, on certain programs, and this secret program is one of them, I guess. Uh, So this guy is calling out the Canadian government and the U.S. government, saying, like, we need transparency and the public needs to know about this. Sure. And people responsible need need to face the law. They need to face judgment, even though a bunch of these people that probably started it aren't alive anymore. Uh, that's exciting. There, there's some pretty cool UFO sightings and crashes in yeah. Canada. Uh, there's one off of uh, Nova Scotia. I'm trying to remember the name of the, the little town. I've but... heard lots of people say that Nova Scotia is a big sighting hub, Halifax outside of Halifax, all the little coastal towns. You know, you've got a place out there. Yeah. You've seen them. People sit there and they watch the ocean and they see fucking UFOs yeah. either coming out of the ocean or dropping into the ocean. You got I've some heard deep some, water, man. I've heard some stories. Same here. I go to uh, where my family's from out there. They've been telling me the story since I was a kid, mostly because they knew I was into UFOs. So they're like, Brandon will like this. But to this day, you still talk to the same people and they will say the exact same thing, which it was like, uh, they call it the floating strawberry. Because uh, Saphir again. So they all got up at like three thirty, four in the morning, go go crab fishing. So people are leaving their house. It's pitch black, and people that live in the river valley there, they said when they left their house, the entire valley was just lit up red, like a red glow. And they look up and they just see like a spinning strawberry, like not quite on land, but just like off the coast, like close enough to be lighting everything up. 
The shape of a strawberry. Yeah, no one got a picture. It was the 90s, but no one took a picture. In fact, most of them took a few glances and then just drove to the harbor, went to work, got on the boat. But well, that's uh, fucking weird, eh, everybody? There's a good handful of fishermen that saw a UFO that day. Oh, they're up early. Yeah, that's when you see it. Like, I, I've seen like weird, weird lights out there myself. Things you can't explain. Just like silent lights passing over that. You're not, see much you're not near an airport. No, not at all. You see a lot of military planes passing by, but, but they the, make noise. where the military is, the UFOs are. We've already established this. That is true. But uh, Canada, I'm excited to see where this does go because maybe Canada will get to disclosure before the states. That'll be right out of left field. No one expects that because everyone's poking the Americans to be like, reveal, tell us what you know. But it might be us. It might be Canada. Maybe Justin Trudeau. We'll uh, try and get better in the polls by dropping some UFO info. I did weed first. <laughs> did, did weed the first time around, UFOs the second time around. Fuck it. Yeah, that might work. Especially all these dudes that hate him. All the truckers and stuff. They're into conspiracies. They believe in aliens and stuff now. If he comes out revealing, like, there's crash retrieval programs, like, they might turn around. Sure. They might take down their fuck Trudeau flex. It's like fuck He's the aliens. He's an alien. Yeah, yeah, that might. That's true. They'll probably just blame him of being an alien. Tell him to go back to his own planet. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah, get a bunch of new flags for their Dodge Rams. <laughs> He's an alien. He's a. He's Fidel Castro's son. <laughs> I love that uh, uh, conspiracy. That's a good. I. One. That's what I half believe. If you see the picture of them together, you're like. There's, I can see it. I can definitely. Who's his see actual it. father, though? Pierre uh, Trudeau. Pierre, the original bad boy prime minister, right from the '60s and '70s, right. But his mom was a skank, right? A little bit. We knew she slept with Mick Jagger. <laughs> That's, we know that much is true. And maybe Fidel Castro. And maybe Fidel Castro, uh, which you know, it's, it's okay if he is Cuban, right? He doesn't get along look with Cuban. Cuban, though. He doesn't look Cuban. Not really. Not too much. But you have to see a picture of Fidel Castro when he's younger. It's a, I'm not getting into this conspiracy. I don't believe it. I already got all the conspiracy theorists riled up on TikTok. What'd you do? Because I, uh, I posted a clip from the Forest Fire episodes. Oh, they did not like that. <laughs> Those fuckers are believing. They are, they are doubling down. They're like... They like still you go on today. They're still like these fires are still raging. The government's not helping because they're starting to. But I was making fun of a forest fire ranger, who I thought was going to talk about climate change, but he's just like Justin Trudeau and his cronies are setting the woods on fire, and uh, some people didn't like that. Some people believe it. It was hilarious. And then the people that are on, well, I wouldn't say my side. People that think the forest fires are caused by climate change. Entered the chat, so now there's a battle happening in the comments section. My like, God damn it! I gotta talk about controversial shit every week. Got like, got like a thousand views on that. Well, yeah, Over fifty it, comments. It's good to have some controversy, I think. But uh, sometimes it's hard to have a conversation with these guys oh. about certain issues. And I've, it sucks because I've found this division is being driven on purpose and it, the division is getting like even those divisions are dividing right oh but, they are like i don't know why people are so against each other 
Like, I think we, we talked about uh, the town of Norwich and banning all the flags. I'm like, they got to all stand up together. <laughs> I've gotten a few fucking tilts with people out there about it. And well, people thinking that... Uh, we should just, like, drive by with our own pickup truck with a bunch of pride flags, all aggressive. It's like People are doing that. It, it sucks that people's flags are getting stolen and shit, too. And, like, I, what I don't get is the people that are, like, straight up, like, think that the pride flag... And fucking drag performers and stuff are just like grooming kids to be gay or trans. It's like you're not. They're they're just doing that. <laughs> they also yeah. They're like if they are that, they will be that. And it's good that they have people to look up and be supported to. It's like well, we're kids. Yeah. You know, every now and again, because they get mad because these drag performers go and read like school books to kids. Yeah. We had fucking cokeheads like Robert Munch reading us <laughs> books. Yeah, None did. of, we didn't all become cokeheads. <laughs> no. Did we? No, but no. I, I'm you happy. have a fucking juggler come in your school or a fucking yo-yo performer coming in for a couple days after. Maybe a few kids are like, I'm going to try out the yo-yo. Yeah. No. Only the kids that really wanted to be yo-yos stuck with the yo-yos. So kids that are gay and trans and they see somebody. Guess and, what? Kids dress up in all kinds of wacky clothes anyways whether they see a drag show or not at least i did i had a whole i had a whole thing of caution we used to dress <laughs> as women just because the kids in the hall did it yeah and they find out scott thompson was gay you're like yeah that's funny he's yeah. a funny guy they made it they made it okay for everyone right right but yeah these drag for shows, comedy these it's, drag shows are like kids I, are gonna be gay if they're gay they're not grooming anybody fuck off eat a dick yeah and like i guess <laughs> not, not, not literally <laughs> that's <was a> one. <laughs> oh they're getting riled up now yeah no Anyways, I've had to have a few conversations. Yeah, I know it's funny, and like I understand kids are impressionable, right? But you're you're showing them the possibilities of their life. It's not just just like that's all they're showing them. It's just like this is life now. Just drag queens. That all that's all your no. That's what I mean. They can make the decision on their own whether they're into that or not. Also, there's a lot of fucking people that are into fucking drag that aren't. Aren't crazy people? Uh, aren't queer either. They're Every just like, drag hey, queen cool. I've met is fucking awesome. They're just the, the coolest, the biggest personalities. Like that fun party. And, and I don't uh, think they're... It's uh, a performance art. It's like a clown. Yeah, and I've seen drag queens fucking go all out and shake their ass and strip down, but I don't think they're doing that at the, the reading for children sessions. Pretty sure they're just all dolled up and sitting down and talking to the kids having a, a good book. time. And teaching kids about shit like it's educational. It's uh, they're entertainers. It's and, like, entertainment. It's I'm educational. not gonna call them clowns, but they are dressed. I up. did just say clowns, <laughs> but it's the modern day clown, and that's not a bad thing. We like clowns. We like jesters. We like Absolutely. jugglers. We like yo-yo performers. I had a clown at my sixth birthday, and I wanted to be a clown after that for a couple days, but you didn't <laughs> stick with it. Yeah, I know. Oh, I became a comedian, but... <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. It's, it's, it's just like a, a jump off from a clown, just like drag queen is. It's singing, it's dancing, you're wearing colorful colorful clothing and makeup. It, it's it's very close. But they're, they're not grooming kids to be gay or trans because you can't do that. People just are that because of yeah. genetics. Yeah, like kids, kids need more options because uh, I don't know about you, but school kind of sucks and it's kind of... It just it leads you in so many just minor directions. Like there's only so much you can do with such a basic education, right? Unless you really see what what there is out there to offer. Yeah. And like I feel like that's happening more. 
Because every kid growing up is like, I want to be a firefighter or an astronaut. Well, now you can add drag queen to that because they're like, now I can, I can be that if I want. Yeah. Or like something obtainable like... Yeah. Like an electrician. <laughs> an electrician <laughs> or plumber. Yeah. Don't try to be a clown. It's a sad, sad life. I've been doing it for way too long. We should, uh, we should become clowns though. Clowning, like the real art of clowning, like I've read a little bit about it. Like, uh, you know, it's a whole art. It's a performance thing. You fucking... I feel like clowns are bad. You went through a phase where they were scary and they were just showing up in random places. People didn't like that. But I'm sure if a scheduled clown shows up... It's not a big market for clowns anymore. I wonder why. The circus is out because they were being cruel to animals. Yeah. But... I feel like you still get clowns, like... I, like, I don't know how to juggle or do, like, animal balloons, but I can just be goofy and fall over and roll around and... Yeah, well, you come up with an act, like, it is an act, and, that, and then you come up with a character and a name and a persona and, like, the makeup and the nose. I feel like I'd prefer if I just became, like, yeah, more of a public clown. Like, you don't hire me. I just kind of roam the streets. French and clowning, too, is completely different, too. French clowning? Yeah. It's a lot more serious. It's a lot of serious. It's an art. It's all art, and that's all drag performance art. This is another art form. Yeah. And, I've uh, met some really fucking sweet drag performers. Yeah. I've never met, like, a boring, just like, yeah, this guy's okay. And they're cool <laughs> in and out of costume. Like, I don't know if it's costume's the right term to use, whatever they call it. Yeah. They're cool in and out of character and just, like, rad fucking dudes and chicks and whatever. 100%. All right, let's jump into another news story here before we go. It's going to be a shorter episode. I came across yeah, this. job. Um, I always wonder what happened to Kevin McAllister in Home Alone, but apparently he started taking a lot of meth. No, <laughs> he did it. Fucking Macaulay's doing just fine. <laughs> Macaulay? I'm not talking about Macaulay Culkin. I'm talking about the real-life Home Alone guy. So there's this guy in Oregon. He's 71, so he's a little old to be a, a kid making booby traps. He booby-trapped his entire house, right? Because he, sh- he knew the cops were showing up. Why? Um... A crime of <laughs> a crime a, a crime. crime a crime i'm guessing uh drugs or firearms or probably both just look at his face look at his bent nose yeah but he looks like a rascal that's for sure anyways they had to get a whole team of bomb specialists to come in he looks cause... like kevin bacon and judy dench had a baby <laughs> yeah and then punched him in the face <laughs> punched it in the face and gave it a lot of meth <laughs> Yeah, so this guy rigged his whole house up. He had, like, uh, he even did the Indiana Jones uh, trick. So when... The they, big ball? Yeah, so when they drove into the property, there's a big hill next to the driveway. And when they tripped this wire... You just watch a lot of movies. Uh, what was it? A, a round hot tub. So instead of a big boulder, it was just a big old hot tub that just came rolling down. That's ridiculous. It's <laughs> wild. They end up getting to the house, and there's all kinds of, like, rigged shotguns and bombs. And, like, might as well. Might just as well. See, was this guy inspired by Home Alone? He's inspired by a lot of movies, clearly. Uh, Indiana <laughs> Jones, Home Alone. Yeah. He's, uh, Three Ninjas. He's just sitting at home doing meth with his meth, uh, with his VHS collection, and he knew the cops were coming. Yeah. And uh, he just had to do it. Is this... Todd, if you were holed up in your house... If I was held up. Held up in your house and you knew the man was coming coming down on you, would you... I'm setting a few traps. Setting a few traps. Just, uh... Maybe if you 
like dinky cars I've always, below the I've stairs been, and paint cans and ropes. I've always been a fan of the booby trap. I've always been the first time I got suspended from uh, elementary school is because we set up a a broom trap. It's <laughs> a broom trap. We, well, we pretty much the can like the paint can thing in Home Alone. You tie the broom to the chain of the classroom door. Yep. As one of those portable classrooms, right? Yep. And they put it outside. And the whole idea was that the teacher would open the door, it'd swing down, the broom would hit her in her face, she would cry, we would laugh. But some rich kids' <laughs> parents were coming to take this kid out of school. Oh. And it hit them in the back of the There's head. There's too many booby traps in this school. <laughs> we got to pull our kid out. And we booby trapped this kid's parents. They got hit in the back of the head with a broom, and we all got suspended. <laughs> That's great. That was the first time I got suspended from school. I was uh, I was heavily <laughs> I was also heavily inspired by Home Alone though. Uh, so what was I five years old when it came out? Saw it in theaters. I remember I was just enamored. I remember telling kids my name was Kevin. <laughs> after that, <laughs> introduced myself as Kevin. Um, there's a whole God period damn. of my life where every picture I'm doing is the Kevin McAllister, <laughs> like screaming with his hands on his face. God damn it, man! Yeah, I was like five or six. And uh, I think it got a little too much when I was like setting up, uh, yeah, some booby traps at my house and trying to get my dad. <laughs> like, I was like the just toy trucks on ropes swinging over the banister. We used to pull them in college a little bit. You put the saran wrap on the toilet when Ben would come home drunk. He'd piss all over. That was your toilet too. <laughs> yeah, well, we lived together. You guys lived in a, in a trash house, so it didn't even matter. I remember you guys left a message made out of garbage on the floor. One time I got I came home drunk and started uh, stomping on uh, lemonade uh, curtains. Yep. Where there were some milk curtains mixed in with the lemonade curtains. <laughs> you ever mix with sour lemonade and sour milk together? That fucking stinks. Yeah, I know. I've, I was a, I've been to your place there. I, I used to like <laughs> stomping on garbage. God. <laughs> Yeah, we lived in a trash house. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, living in London here is sketchy, so i got to start figuring out some, like, uh, booby traps in the backyard, because I keep, I keep finding evidence that there's weird, that's probably why, junkies hanging out. That's why head. you moved your office upstairs. You're scared of the junkies. Yeah, there was literally, a, like, a, two, like, smoked cigarettes down to the butt right at my screen door. Like, they were just standing there looking in, and I'm like, fuck. Just smoking cigarettes, staring. Maybe they just were enjoying your backyard. Maybe they're facing the other way. It's not much of a backyard to enjoy. When I first moved there, it was full of baggies. I kept finding tiny little heroin baggies all over the backyard. Tiny little baggies. Yeah, that sounds like a sweet ska band. Tiny little baggies. That is a great name for a band. <laughs> we came up with so many good band names on this show. Yeah. Um, what's, uh, what's a good way to end? Oh, there's a volcano in Italy that might blow up and end the whole world. What better um, way to end than that? Yeah. A volcano in Italy filled with spaghetti sauce. Go back, listen to one of our very early episodes about super volcanoes to see what we're So this is a for. super volcano? It's a super duper volcano. Super duper volcano. There is a, a lot of towns and dwellings surrounding this that are just going to be wiped out instantly. Italy, um, eh? The surrounding of what's Italy. around Italy, like what other countries? Spain, Spain's uh, close. Greece, Greece, Greece Portugal, um, Mediterranean seaboard. Yeah, so there's gonna be uh, Europe's gonna be fucked pretty much. Uh, it's gonna be covered in ash and debris. Uh, the shock wave itself is just gonna annihilate. It's close to the ocean. It's gonna make kilometers. some tsunamis, eh? Oh yeah, surfers are gonna be chasing, especially them. in the Mediterranean. 
Um, but like we've said in Super Volcanoes, the main danger is the amount of ash and debris is going to knock That's up. That's what happened atmosphere. with that Iceland one. Nobody could go anywhere. Yeah, but that was a normal volcano. That was a, that interrupted plane travel and the, the immediate for like area. a couple of weeks, and then yeah. it all went away. But this is more like cover the entire atmosphere across the entire Earth with ash and put us into a nuclear winter. That basically a, an a early nuclear ice nuclear winter. Yeah, an yeah. early ice age. Yeah, pretty much because it's going to block out the sun. It's going to. Oh. Cause perci- heavy precipitation. When's that going to go temperatures. off? They're just seeing evidence now that it is showing signs of possibly erupting. So it's a lot of maybe. Like it's, uh, they're finding rumblings. They're finding signs of uh, possibility. It's That's... better than, see, we have a better chance than if uh, a North American volcano goes off. Like a Yellowstone. That goes off. We're... We're not that close, but we're we're gonna get affected. Everyone's gonna be affected in North You're America. You're saying super duper. It's gonna be. Yeah. So keep your eyes out on those volcanoes. Um, they're coming for you. <laughs> coming for all of us. Well, that's just the bo- that's just the Earth speaking. Yeah, pretty much the Earth sneezing, or like we discussed last week, those secret Antarctic weapons they have, right? Trying to communicate with the aliens. They might turn that thing on and set it off. Prematurely. That's what I'm afraid of. What's that mean? Like, uh, oh, you remember last, last week we talked about the... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we, we covered a lot last week. There was a lot. But one of them was a guy, a Raytheon contractor, one of the biggest tech companies in the States. One okay. of the most secretive ones. They, uh, they have Antarctic weapons under the Antarctic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we remember talking about the penguins. Basically able to communicate with... Aliens, uh, crazy distances, able to detect UFOs coming into the atmosphere. Sure. But turning this thing on and directing it properly uh, comes with its problems. And like I said last time, they caused the Christchurch earthquake because they didn't have this thing quite aligned. And it just sent a shockwave through the earth. So every time they turn this on, there's like a potential of it just like fucking something up on earth somewhere. Crazy. uh, If it's real. Tsunamis. Yeah. Waves, Sur- yeah. surfers would love that. Yeah, it's uh, it would be their last surf. That's for sure. <laughs> that's that's the way to go, though. Those guys are yeah. As soon if that's what happens, the, those big wave surfers, they're gonna be out there chasing waves until they die. Yeah, they gotta hope they have a, a few sea dudes to get them a good head start because that wave's gonna be coming fast. <laughs> that's crazy. Those guys are nuts. Yep, I've been on little waves on a surfboard, and that was scary enough. Yeah, well, there's the, also sharks. That's the water scares me. But like those big wave surfers, the guys that go to fucking the big waves. Yeah, and like Portugal, where there's like a hundred foot wave. Like yeah, and they just look like a shit. dot. Just you just see a little tiny dot streaking across this fucking and, wall. And those guys chase weather patterns and like tsunamis and earthquakes and shit, and go surf them. Well, people are dying on land. They're out surfing. Yeah. <laughs> that's Might fucking well gnarly, be. man. That's gnarly shit. Someone might get into surfing. Yeah, I don't like the water. All right, one more, one more story. <laughs> this isn't a fun one to land on. So in Canada, we have uh, we have the right to uh, remain uh, silent, or commit suicide, or whatever they call it. Euthanasia, right? Euthanize. Euthanize yourself if you're dying of cancer and you you feel like you want 
to go out on your own accord, you can file file this paperwork and they'll decide if you can kill yourself or not. But this is mostly for terminal terminally ill people. Usually, yeah. But now the Canadian government decided, why not offer this up to the homeless, <laughs> right? Well, there is a lot of them. Like, uh, you remember the old satirical Dead Kennedy song, Kill the Poor? Kill, 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 kill. It's not so satirical anymore, right? Well, it... I can see how it came up. Yeah, it's uh, why fix the problem, right? When they can just end themselves if they don't like it. That's pretty much the attitude the Canadian government. So it would has. be an option for homeless people to be like, "Hey, I'm homeless. I ain't fixing this. I'm already killing myself with heroin every day. Can I just kill myself?" Not even that. I watched this poor guy on the news. He was just—he just lost his job. He hurt himself. He's just literally becoming homeless because he had no money, and he was looking at that option. I'm like, what the fuck? So he's not even doing well, it, it's crazy how much well a lot of people they get fucking depressed about money and shit and yeah but the, the fact that canadian the canadian government's like e, uh, you know what would be okay. easier let's take the easier route here yeah it is always the easier route it's a lot of work to fix their life all right some uh, some of them don't even want their life fixed but this yeah. country is getting more and more fucked uh, We're all getting fucked, man. I love the people in Canada, but goddamn, this government's getting fucking nutty. They're it's uh, not just here, man. It's everywhere. I know it's everywhere. We're so connected as an earth now. I. Uh, that's why. Yeah, the one world government's coming. <laughs> the WEF. The new world order. The WEF. We got to go talk to your cousin. Uh, Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, we can. We will. We we'll will. schedule that. We'll go down a real big rabbit hole. Be scheduled. Go down some rabbit holes we don't normally go down. <laughs> yeah. No, we should have a conversation for sure. It'll be fun. Um, Just imagine the TikTok arguments. <laughs> yeah. No, we should. We love the guy. He's a good dude. Love the guy. He's back up living in a uh, bus for the summer, so he's in the woods where he belongs. Yeah. <laughs> it's where, where his happy place is. Yeah. All right. I don't know why I ended I up in suicide happy. here. <laughs> I always do that. Um, I don't think you do. I don't think you always end on suicide. Uh, no, not not always. Um, but yeah, we got we got. I gotta take a picture of a lady soon in my living room. <laughs> That's a weird sentence to end on. Um, um, I've been farting a lot. Um, been drinking a lot of kombucha. All right. Um, are you gonna go to comedy tonight? <sighs> Frankenfurters. Nah, that place terrifies me. Yeah, people that get kicked out of the Richmond Tavern go to uh, Frankenfurters. So. <laughs> That's the kind of place it is. I haven't done comedy there in a long time. Since the last time I hosted and just it's, a couple things rubbed me the wrong way. Yep. It's not a place to rub up against. <laughs> it's, I don't need it's a rough it. patch. I can do comedy other places and I'll be fine. It's the only place I, I have, like I do new stuff. If yeah. I was like dying to do a mic tonight and I didn't have a loving girlfriend at home, <laughs> That's fair. I might go do that, but because I have that, and I really just want to go sit in a hot tub and go to bed before nine. You guys still have the hot tub? Fuck yeah, we do. Well, you got extended another month. You're just gonna keep it. He just hasn't picked it up. Oh, that's fair. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's there as long as. So you guys, if you wanted, you could rig it up like an Indiana Jones trap, right? And you just roll. <laughs> when this guy comes to pick it up, just like set off the trap, roll down the ramp, crush him, and then the hot tub's yours forever. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We're doomed, Tyler. We're fucking doomed. I thought I had a fart for the end, but I don't. I'd shit myself if I tried. We could add a fart in post. <laughs> <laughs>